And welcome to another edition of Two Steps Ahead Podcast. In life, there's the next right step, and then there's dog poop. We've stepped in both, (laughs) hopefully more of the former than the latter. And so we are Two Steps Ahead Podcast, highlighting the stuff we've stepped in so you don't have to. On the show, as the holidays approach, we are going to be talking about how to kind of deal with maybe some of the depressive side of the holidays and how we can maybe cope with some of it and make it not so stressful, especially this time uh, around since 2020 has been kind of an interesting year to say the least. And so that's kind of the, some of the stuff we're going to talk about you. stepping in dog poop. Yes, big time, <laughs> big pile of crap. 2020. I am uh, Saw Needham alongside somebody who is getting ready to hit the ski slopes. <laughs> what are you doing, Tara Hokshiro? At the beach. <laughs> I am wearing three shirts. A tank top and two long sleeve shirts. One of them is one of those temperature shirts. And I have three heavy sweaters on. Can you see all yes. the turtlenecks? I have three heavy sweaters on and two blankets. It is cold out here, people. It is freezing. I know you might be sitting there mocking. <laughs> it's 57, actually. Actually, but I think it it's gone down. Freezing. Because that was like an hour ago. Or yeah. So it might be 57. 56 now. So we uh, decided uh. to get out on the road and take our podcast on the road. And we thought last time, if you were with us, or a couple times ago, last road trip, we were at the Hollywood sign. Yes. Did a couple shows from the Hollywood sign. Yep. And it was hot. It was really hot. (laughs) It was so hot that it was like dehydrating hot. And so then we thought, let's go to the beach, go to Santa Monica, the pier you see behind us, the Santa Monica pier. The iconic, famous. And we thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun. So we obviously checked the weather. (laughs) And it said it could be about 63, 64, and sunny. And sunny. And we have not seen the sun all day. It's like 55. And, of course, if you can see the flag, I don't know if you can see the flag flying behind us. It's a stiff breeze. And uh, it's not just like the breeze coming off the ocean on a cool you know, cool breeze on a hot summer day. It's like 10, 15 miles an hour. So the wind chill really kind of kicks in as we sit here. Um, it's like my uh, left ear is, like, frozen. Yep. I can't hear anything. No, but we were here at the beach, and we were talking about things. Now, you mentioned the uh, the pier, and if you are with us last time, we went uh, kind of the, a little bit of the history of the pier. You know, two piers became one. One was in 1909, the other in 1916. But one of the interesting things about the area, you know, Venice Beach, which is behind us, about a couple miles down the beach, was known for Muscle Beach. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those steroid-induced guys out there pumping <laughs> iron. Well, Jack LaLanne. Yes. And the guy that started Gold's Gym, they actually brought Muscle Beach to Santa Monica, I believe, first mm. before it migrated south. He's and, still around, right, Jack LaLanne? Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't think so. I'd he, be shocked. Didn't he? He was doing, oh, wait, 19... 19- yeah, maybe. I think that was. Like I think 30s, he passed 40s. a few years yeah, I ago. Think, I don't think he's around. He was though, because he he was selling that some sort of a juicer yeah, machine to cleanse the juice cleanse. Yep. And he used to have his workout routines on TV, which would consisted of like jumping jacks and toe touches <laughs> and push ups, basically your own body weight type stuff. Something but, we can all do. But yeah, but uh, but Muscle Beach, from what I understand, started here in Santa Monica before it moved down, and then um, and now it's down. In, in Venice, Venice which, and it's still in Venice, which is a complete crap hole these days. I don't know if you've ever been to Venice recently. Oh, but it's so bad. I mean, we love you, Venice. No, it's gotten so bad. <laughs> I actually thought about doing the show there, but I wouldn't do it. It's gotten to the point where, like, even the tourist buses that go around won't mm-hmm. stop. Oh, really? The, the homeless it's gotten that bad. The homeless 
has increased dramatically. Wow. It's it's last time I was there, which was a couple months ago, it was just tents lined oh, up no end way. to end from one end to the next. Mm. In fact, I read that um, That's sad. that Venice Beach gets more fire calls now from fire department because like the homeless will get mad at each other and torch each other's tents mm. um, and stuff like that's gotten really bad yeah um, probably covid has brought out a lot more yeah. i know there's a lot of places in la that um um, e- um i was gonna say eagle rock but that's not right um anyway um it used to be there's a lake there and there was a nice park area and when i drove mm. through there a couple of weeks ago after we were filming, I think maybe at the hotel, um, it was full, yeah. full, 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 full on like homeless encampment. Yeah. And so, um, so like we said, 2020 is kind of a big pile of crap that we've all stepped in. But with the holidays approaching, oftentimes we tend to um, maybe allow ourselves unintentionally, maybe some intentionally, to focus on some of the bad stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it compounds the issue of our mental health and mental health issues. Now, we know mental health issues have gone up over the course of 2020 with people having to stay home, mm-hmm. people maybe losing their jobs, mm-hmm. uh, people having to deal with maybe family members and other people on a more daily basis than what they're accustomed to, having to be all the way or with them all the time around the clock. Uh, relationships have been strained um, and stuff like that. And so um, what we're going to try to do is just kind of talk about that and touch on that. Obviously, we're not experts, so uh, if you do need help or you need professional help, there's people out there um, that you can uh, talk to. In fact, um, somebody that we had on the show uh, a few months back, uh, Dr. Irene at Hillside Wellness Center, hillsidewellnesscenter.org, is a place to, to get some resources if you need some. So if you do really need some help, you need to talk to a professional. There are people out there. But uh, we're going to take it from our perspective. And I think one of the, I don't know about you, but uh, it seems like one of the leading causes that gets everybody up in a, in a tizzy is the stress of the holidays. You talk about the stressful holidays. Mm-hmm. Shopping. Got to buy the, the gifts for the family members. And you've got to get the food. And you've got to, you know, have people coming in, which might not be the case so much this year, but traveling to the airport, picking up out-of-town relatives and guests. Or maybe you yourself traveling and getting out of town and having mm-hmm. to connect those flights and stuff. And so the stress really starts to build up. And it seems that the stress can then be a trigger for your anxiety and your depression. Do you feel that, uh, for you personally, uh, the holidays, do you feel more stressful and or can you manage pretty good? Yeah, it gets, well, it depends um, how proactive I am. So if I'm, if I'm proactive, then it's not so bad. My daughter said one time that um, the holidays are like finals for parents. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, so if I start the decorating early, which I used to be one of those people like, why are you decorating, you know, why are the stores putting things out so early and why are we decorating so early? Like you shouldn't be doing that until after Thanksgiving. That's a lot of um, legalism nonsense. I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, you know what, why, why do we have to be chained down to these um, standards? Like the last couple of years I've started decorating before Thanksgiving I've been taking my, because it takes, we do a lot of stuff. So it takes me like three days to decorate the inside of my house. It takes my husband about the same to decorate the outside because we just, we go full bore. Um, so if I can have that done before Thanksgiving, then my Thanksgiving weekend, I can then go to the next project, like Christmas cards and getting the, you know, starting the shopping or whatever. And if I'm proactive all the way through, way much, much, much better. 
But if I wait and I'm not proactive and I'm not as organized, then I get really stressed out and I get very, um, like, you know, I start getting like angry, like then I start doing things because I have to, not because I want to. And that makes me very stressed. Like I don't want to, it doesn't make me like, I'm not doing it for the right reasons anymore at that point. So I think it's just all for me, it's the planning. If I have, if I, if I do it early, leave enough margin, if I'm proactive, it's a much better season. There were some steps that I saw that people can take and they're not, Step one, step two, but the more generalized categories of step. And one of the things is to simplify. Mm -hmm. Simplify simplify what you're going to do and then prioritize that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we get locked in these rules, you know, uh, where you can't have Christmas music except for at this time of year. You know, like (laughs) within two weeks of Christmas or whatever. I know a lot of people that December 26th, their tree comes down. Oh, I hate that. that. I don't, yeah. Uh, like Mine stays up until it's beyond. After New Year's. Yeah, mine mine is goes well beyond the Linus tree or the Charlie Brown tree. (laughs) Like, it's way worse. It's like the fire marshal comes in and forcefully (laughs) removes my tree. So you have a live tree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, we have, I have a fake one because I leave it up for so long. It's up from before Thanksgiving. Like, I'm going to, I really want to start doing it this week, actually. Um... And then it's up until like January, f- sometime between the first and the fifth, depending on what's going on. So the, yeah, live tree. And plus, I have a village underneath of it. I have all kinds of decorations. Like I can't water. You know, it would not last that long. Yeah, see, mine lasts that long. I make it last. <laughs> it lasts and lasts. It's like the Energizer Bunny. It goes on. So that way, so that way, when I get rid of it, all I have to do is just stuff it in the trash can because right. it's already so gone. It's so brittle. Yeah, it's so brittle. Everything I just stuff it in the trash can. Yeah. No one's the wiser. Just put a bag over it and haul yeah, it out. I don't even put the bag over it. I just like you know take the vacuum and suck up all the the needles that fall off of it. There's a big needle tra- trail that goes from <laughs> the place to the trash. Um, but if you simplify and you prioritize, then it reduces what you have to do as far as the stress ones. So like you said, so instead of this daunting task, because apparently it sounds like your house throws up Christmas <laughs> and you've got so much stuff. It really does. That if you have to have a time frame, okay, after Thanksgiving, but before this, then you're going to be stressed. So if you can get it done ahead of time and have no time constraints so and you don't much care, easier. then it's so much easier. So much easier. Flexibility. Yes. Flexibility is key. A lot of people yes. have this regimented thing that we got to go do at this time and this yep. place. And, you know, and then you're like, wait a minute, what, what's the whole point of the holidays? Yep. You know, so to be a little bit of flexible. Um, the other thing too, that is to keep going, you know, so let's say things get off track, you know, people are more regimented maybe than others. You know, mm-hmm. I'm more kind of laid back, go with the flow, but maybe other people are more regimented and they've got their schedule and they've got everything that they've got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get off track, then that increases the stress, right. which can trigger more anxiety right. and more problems in your head because you think everything is gone, mm-hmm. uh, haywire. Mm-hmm. But if you're just keep going, it's okay. Okay, be flexible, keep going. Things are going to be all right. You know, there's there's nothing that we have to worry about because you know it's okay. You know where that really comes into play is when the kids start getting older and they start getting married and um, start having in laws. Outlaws. Outlaws. And then, you know, your traditional, you know, Christmas is no longer the priority because now you got the outlaw priority, like whatever their Christmas is. And then this person, and then when people get divorced, then you've got the outlaws, the in-laws and the ex-laws. Wow. <laughs> it really gets nutty. And then you're like, how many houses do you go to in a day? Like just, man, 
That is nuts. I did that for a couple of years. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going from house to house to house. Do you have, um, you've seen the movie Christmas Vacation? Yes. Okay. I, forget the, I forget the dude's name now that I'm talking about him. But uh, Clark's, is his cousin? The guy that shows up? <laughs> yes. You ever have one of those? Um, yeah. yeah. I think everybody, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if I do. In a different way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. Everyone's got that person, I guess, that they... That guy. That Yeah. Do you watch that every year? Um, not Vacation. I do have a list of movies that we watch so every single year. Christmas Vacation isn't one of them? Um, that one is kind of hit and miss. Hit and miss. Home Alone? Uh, definitely Home Alone, yeah. especially now that we've been to New York so many times. Oh, Home yeah. Alone 2 right. um, is fun because you get to see um, where we've been. But um, definitely Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. definitely Family Man. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, of course. No, it's not. <laughs> die Hard. But they're celebrating. No, Die the Hard Christmas party is a movie about terrorism and crime <laughs> that happens to be set at Christmas time. Right. So it kind of it's slides in. It slides movie. in. It's not a Christmas. It slides movie. into the DM because then that means that uh, Die Hard Two yes. would have to be a Christmas movie because again, yeah. that's at Christmas. Right. But that's like saying you know any movie that could be like saying Baywatch. <laughs> Is a Christmas movie. Okay, I have a I have a Santa hat right over there in my bag. I should I could get, put it on get the Santa hat and be the Santa, and we could, could be, be, be the, you know the all Christmas of a sudden episode. the Christmas episode. But yeah, I mean, but that's an argument that goes round and round. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And I'm okay, like, so no. what? Okay, so Home Alone is definitely one. Family Man is definitely one. White Christmas with Bing Crosby okay. is definitely my absolute favorite. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Um, the one with Jimmy Stewart, okay, with the angel. That um, what about the one where the dude like double dog dares him to stick his tongue on a frozen pipe and oh, shoots his eye out with the beating. Yeah, I don't, I don't. No, I don't watch no, that one. I don't know. I've never seen that one. Um, what about things like Christmas with the cranks? Yo, we so our tradition is that we have Thanksgiving dinner meal right. at my house, and and my sister and her family comes and all the cousins, and then we watch Christmas with the cranks. And we've seen it a bazillion times, right. but we laugh like we've never seen it before. But see, that's a perfect example. So it's so fun. That's a perfect example of the mom panicking and freaking out because she couldn't get the ham. You know, it's that one <laughs> ham, right? No, it was the ham because it was the daughter's favorite right. and she wanted to please the daughter. Right. But right. they, but they, you know, at the last minute had to get that <laughs> ham and it caused all kinds of like, if she didn't get the ham, it was like the end of the world. Right. And then when it gets squashed, right. it's like all meltdown. Right. You know, and that's the kind of stress and anxiety we don't need. Right. And Christmas they time. couldn't, you know, Frosty, they had to put Frosty up and they wanted to, they wanted to skip Christmas and they wanted to go to, you know, on a cruise and everyone was having a fit. And then they left the dude up on the roof. Yeah. That was such a good movie. He was probably feeling about as cold as you are right now. I, it's Yeah. I'm, I'm about to have icicles coming out my nose the way he did. <laughs> um, one of the things that I found interesting, we know we've talked in the past about self-care, taking care of ourselves, things like that. And that's one of the things I think we lack during the holidays. We get so wrapped up in everything else that we forget to take care of ourselves. Yep. We forget to eat well. Yep. You know, we forget to... Uh, oh, no. I don't know about forgetting to eat well. I think we eat too much. Well, that might be part of not eating well. Maybe we like don't have... Too many uh, pumpkin pies. Yes, we don't eat proportionately. Um, we don't do uh, things that like just take downtime. You know, take time out. You know, go and just chill for a minute. Maybe you watch a, a movie or something like that just on your own mm-hmm. or whatever. Manage our time properly. Like you said, you know, uh, you run around from place to place to place. Um, we would always do something like December 23rd with, was, was with one family. I think my mom's side, usually. Christmas Eve was always my dad's side. 
Christmas Day was usually just us. And then um, that was pretty much the routine. And then throughout that uh, holiday season, like I said, depending on who, because we used to have family from Minnesota that would come out, and they'd be in their short sleeves and T-shirts <laughs> because it's 30 below there. And here it's 60, so it's like a nice heat wave for them. Right. Um, and so then we see family throughout the whole thing. And then New Year's, we get together with my uh, dad's family usually because my grandfather lived right down the street from Colorado Boulevard and the Rose Parade. So then the holiday kind of varied from there. But we kind of had the the kind of routine, so to speak. And that kind of helped manage things because you were able to then know this night and this time, this night and this time. And then it was just made kind of smooth transition for everything. Yeah. But you were able to manage your time wisely yeah. because you knew exactly where you were going, yep. which was important. Yep. This was one of the things that I found was interesting was that we oftentimes like to hunker down indoors during the holidays. You know, Christmas, I mean, we're out here at the beach and I believe I checked sunset is 447 uh, for today, for example. So the sun goes down earlier. And usually we're in Southern California, you know, what we are, but, you know, depending on where you're at. And we don't get outside and we miss out on the importance of, like, the sun. You know, just kind of getting that vitamin D and kind of that fresh air. Mm -hmm. You know, because we can have a tendency to be, you know, stuck in inside, indoors. Well, it feels like on the holidays, it feels like you should have a fireplace going. You know, it should be snowing outside. It should be cold. You know, I always get kind of bummed out. When it's warm for Christmas Day or Thanksgiving out here, sometimes we have those really warm, like 85-degree Christmases or Thanksgivings, and I'm like, ah, oh, really? There's, it's like sunny all year long. It can't be cold today. There's been, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you this. I guarantee you that Christmas Day will be warmer than it is today. Probably. It'll be a lot warmer than today. Well, we live in the valley, though, so it's obviously going to be but still, probably it's warmer be, we than could, the, We the could beach. come here on Christmas Day. You think and so? This it's going to be warmer. Will be a lot warmer than it is right now. <laughs> this should be the weather. Why at Christmas. do you think that? That just is the Murphy's law. It just is. It will be warm Murphy's on Christmas law. Day. Yeah. It's always warm on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's seldom. I remember. I think once, maybe twice in my life, it rained. That I can recall on a Christmas Day. Yep. But I have men- multiple memories of it being like a hundred. It's too hot. Yeah. You know, being just being warm. Yeah. So Christmas Day will be warm. That's your forecast. <laughs> Book it. It's like, what's I'm going to write it down. I'm going to check you. It's I'm like, going to text you on Christmas Day and, and see what, what the weather's doing. It's like Poor Richard's Almanac or whatever. Right. It's in there. Yeah, okay. Um, the other thing that sometimes I think we try to do, or what we maybe do, uh, uh, unconsciously do or subconsciously do, whatever it is, is kind of start to isolate. Mm-hmm. You, know, you mentioned some of the, the family things that mm-hmm. go on. And so we want to try to withdraw from that or like reserve our time. And so we kind of you know get away. Uh, from everything, so we try to isolate and we get lonely. Uh, there's a lot of people that are going to be alone, I think, this Christmas because there's a lot of people that are scared to get together with family and stuff. Um, you know, especially with the fears of COVID and illnesses yeah. and things like well, that. There's so, so many there travel restrictions yeah. too yeah. that you know they just can't travel. Yeah. You know, because without quarantining and all that, they're putting the restrictions back in place. You know what you could do. Right here is the start of the I-10. <laughs> Goes right. all the way to Jacksonville. Right. Route Jump in 66. your car. This is the start of Route 66. You could take it all the way to the other coast. Yep. And Jacksonville, go Florida. Drive. Make a road trip out of it. Yeah. Um, but there creative. is a lot of people that we, we are alone on the holiday, and that's very sad. And, it, and it's, hard to, it's hard to see that a lot of times because people like to put up a good face 
mm-hmm. and be happy and they fake it because they don't want people to think that they're in a bad spot or that they're alone or that they're, you know, feeling a certain way mm-hmm. um, because they don't want other people to feel bad, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's one of the hardest things that we do is we don't want to reach out to others and get help. We don't want to get, we don't we'll just tell people, um, you know. I, I remember I was talking to somebody. Well, this was the biggest thing. Okay. Everybody loves to have those grand New Year's Eve plans. Yeah. Right? Everybody loves them. But when you actually talk to people. Nobody has them. Nope. Everybody's sitting out on the couch watching that stupid ball drop. <laughs> and this year, everyone is going to be cheering for that ball to drop so we can turn the chapter for this and then right year. And <laughs> then right at midnight of 2021, the purge sound starts. And 21 starts all over again with 20. Um, but, but yeah, you're right. We, we all have like, I don't know, because I like the old movies. So it's like, I always have the, the desire like, oh, I want to get all dressed up. I want to get glammed out and do something super fun on New Year's Eve. And we never do anything yeah. fun on New Year's Eve. Sit at home. Now, the last few years, eight or nine, I've had to be in bed at nine because I was getting up early to do the Rose Parade. That's right. And covering the Rose Parade. So it was never a problem for that me. wasn't an option no, yeah. it wasn't an option um but again we have these grand things so we have these grand ideas of what christmas is going to be like and then when it doesn't turn out that way we kind of get disappointed and we think it's a, a lost thing um you know you mentioned family issues family issues tend to be a big cause of stress that can lead to anxiety yep. and problems uh, one of the things that i think is imperative that people need to realize because at the holidays we want to be able to help people and be you know go the extra mile and do all that stuff that we don't do the rest of the year you know so i'm going to be helpful to you i'm going to go visit my neighbor i'm going to help the homeless i'm going to feed the poor all that stuff but then the rest of the year we really don't do that so we overextend our time and maybe we get more demands on us and one of the biggest things that we can do to help ourselves is say no you know, no is a big word. It's not a four-letter mm-hmm. word, but it's a big word that mm-hmm. we can use to help ourselves out. If we get overextended, you know, hey, can you come help me? Uh, I just can't. Uh, hey, can you do this for me? I can't. Because you get overextended, and if you get overextended, then that's going to get your, you know, your nerves going, and then that's going to trigger a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to do that. There's a there's definitely a balance you know, for helping people, if you're if you're overextending yourself, some like people pleasers have a really hard time saying no, and then they get really mad um, and frustrated because people keep asking them because they don't know how to say no. So um, that you know, they just have a really really hard time, and then they put more on their plate and more on their plate and more on their plate, and then they're just so stressed out and so frustrated that like Christmas doesn't even isn't even fun to them. It's just a chore, and that makes me sad too. You know, when I hear that, that like, oh, I can't wait till the holidays are over because it's just so busy and I can't really enjoy the spirit, you know, the true spirit of the season because there's so many extra demands on me that I just, I just don't like it. You are know? you a people pleaser? Um, I, th- yeah, a little, not, not to the extreme that some of the other people around me are. I have a pretty good no reflex, <laughs> probably too far in the other direction, but there are times, yeah, when I. So you're quick to say no? Um, yeah. So you're like a Scrooge? I'm quicker to say no than Grinch. I am to say yes. Are you more of a Grinch or a Scrooge? <laughs> um, Scrooge, probably. Scrooge. But see, that's okay. It's okay to say no because times are stressful anyways, and our time that we have is taxed anyway, so it's okay to have healthy boundaries and say no. I uh, think we have to like pay attention to the little things around us and not worry so much about... I think the worrying about the big things... 
like, oh, I should probably be donating. I should be giving to this charity because there's so many hands out at this time of the season. So instead of like feeling guilty or feeling like you have to say no to all the big stuff, I would say pay attention to the little like you said, there's a lot of people that don't have family that can't go. A lot of people that are lonely. <laughs> so if we pay attention because it's hard to ask for what we need. So it's really hard for someone to say, hey, can I come to your house for Thanksgiving because I don't have anywhere to go? Who's brave enough to do that? So we need to be, you know, um, aware of that and extend the invitation if possible. Well, you mentioned giving. You know, that's the other thing that causes a lot of stress is, is the finances. You know, we feel like we have to overextend ourselves in our budget because we want to help everybody that we can. Yep. We want to get the finest gifts for, you know, people because we think that, you know, we're, we're taught that we show appreciation through gifts. You know, the, the better the gift or the bigger the gift or the more expensive the gift, the better it is, the more appreciative we are of you. But in actuality, that's not the case. I mean, you think about time, you know, time spent uh, with somebody, you know, time spent with your neighbor might be uh, more valuable to them than bringing them, you know, a, a hot dish or a green bean casserole or something, you know, right. um, spending time with the family, you know, could be more uh, important than giving them something. Because how many times do you sit back, you know, we were talking, uh, I think last episode, talking uh, stories about uh, things that happen that we remember the experience of, and that's what makes the event is the experience, whether the bus right. breaks down or runs into a gas pump or whatever <laughs> the case may be, you know, something that experience, you know, us being here today on this cold day at the beach is going to be an experience that we remember. We, not, we may not remember what we said today uh, because everything we say is brilliant anyways, but, uh, <laughs> but we're going to remember it was a cold day at the beach. It's, yes. And so sometimes maybe just having those experiences instead of the gift, you know, going someplace. Like I mentioned, uh, I think last episode, you know, Christmas Eve 2019. So last year at this time, uh, Christmas Eve, we came here and, uh, and hung out here. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a memory that we, that we, that we can share. Um, but thinking along those lines, especially in 2020, being creative when there might not be the budget that we might have once had because a lot of people are out of work. Maybe it's coming up with something else and creating memories as opposed to creating things that are going to end up on the you know, closet shelf collecting mm-hmm. dust down the road. Mm-hmm. You know that a PlayStation 5 is like 600 bucks. <laughs> is it really? Something like that. Six, that's like a computer. Wow. And there's a lot of people that feel pressured wow. to have to get that for whomever, a loved one, wow. right? Wow. It's 600 bucks. That's crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this the type of gift that people are expecting to get, you know, at this time of year. And again, it's not a judgment, but you think about perspective, 600 bucks for something. That's a lot of money. It is. I mean, and think, and I like to think of it on the flip side, um, you know, all the stuff you could do with 600 bucks besides buy a PlayStation. (laughs) But, but, but that's a lot of pressure that people are going to have on to try to blow the budget to try to please, you know, their loved one who wants this thing. When it might not be, you know, I was thinking the other day of pulling the trigger on upgrading to the new iPhone, okay? Because the cameras are like really right, cool. Right, I know, like, I saw supposed those. To be like the best. Yeah. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, you know, you know what? I don't really need need it right now. I can wait. And so I didn't. Um, yeah, it's a temptation for sure. And especially this time of the year, it's like, I don't know about you, but um, we always like blow our budget. Mm-hmm. At Christmas, because there's always like, oh, we got to get something for this person and that person and that person, and 
Um, we always have good intentions, like, okay, we're going to cut back this year. And then, it, you know, we ended up, oh, you know, I don't know if it's enough. Let me get one more thing. Let me, you know, make it equal. Get the, you know, it's like, it's crazy. And that's the thing that I think that, you know, it's, it's a hard habit to break. But especially if you have a faith-based perspective, because the other thing, the holidays, if you really think about it, Christmas, if you just want to be straight out real about Christmas, Christmas is about Jesus being born. Right. And that's, I mean, that's serious. If Jesus isn't born, there's no Christmas. Right. Right. Let's just put it that way. There could be other things. There could be a secular gift giving. Yeah, there could be a celebration, but but the actual Christmas is Jesus and the gifts are probably spurred from the gold, frankincense, and mirror that we're given. Like that—that's probably the, 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 the premise. A lot of what people no. think. No, what people think yeah, as no. to why we give. There, I heard a story. I would have to look it up. I'll have it ready for you on another podcast. But it's but, but if you ask there's people, two holidays that's what they think. because there was a. Um, if I remember the story right, there was a secular holiday, and then um, somebody decided that they wanted to celebrate the birth of Christ on that pagan holiday so they kind of hijacked the pagan holiday and then it kind of like merged like everything else the two yeah there's there's something in there yeah because technically i think um he was born in the spring well yeah but they we celebrate and i think they hijacked one of the pagan holidays and said we're going to celebrate it on this day for and i would have to look up the reason why but you're right i mean we don't we don't you know our day isn't really centered around Jesus. Our day is centered around what time is everybody coming over? What time are we going to open the gifts? You know, what, are we, what food are we going to eat for this meal? What are we going to have for that meal? You know, it's all... It has become anything but what originally exactly. it's supposed to be about. Exactly. Now, with that being said, so it's like, why do they, we then have to have all these things that create the stress, create the anxiety that we cannot then, you know, it bogs us down. And then we're like, oh, I'm glad the holidays are over. Mm-hmm. One of the things we should be doing is looking forward to the holidays mm-hmm. and not have it as stressful, mm-hmm. not have it as uh, the anxiety there, yeah. not being worried about is the food going to be ready, not being worried about, you know, what we're going to do and all that. It's natural for humans to be that way, but it shouldn't be that way because that's the that's the one holiday that we shouldn't have to worry about things because it has nothing to do with anything. We've commercialized it like we do with a lot of things, right? And and that has right. has put us a lot uh, a lot of stress. Um, and so remembering, like the song says, what's the reason for the season? Mm-hmm. Remembering what that is is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about it last time. You know, having an attitude of gratitude. If we have an attitude of gratitude, that's going to change our perspective on how we approach the holidays. Mm -hmm. Because we're going to think of the things that are not the material things, but the things that, you know, we appreciate. The things that, you know, we've enjoyed throughout the year, whether it be family, whether it's return kindness to somebody that's done something for us, whether it's to be thankful for something that is in our life, you know, Mm -hmm. people. Um, and that changes our perspective. And so just to be able to have the attitude of gratitude mm-hmm. and then to make it about people, you know, it's about, you know, the, the, not celebrating people, but make it about people, maybe mm-hmm. coming together um, and not so much the gifts and not so much the, mm-hmm. the, the presents that you're going to give, but make it about the gatherings themselves. Yeah, it would be nice during the holidays if we had more ceremony around spending time with each other as opposed to the ceremony around the gift giving exchange and the, and the meal. So like, like the 12 days of Christmas could be, you know, one night is going to be game night 
One night's going to be movie night. One night's going to be um, cook a meal together night and, you know, and so on. Like having specific nights to say we're going to enjoy. Maybe one night is, you know, not this year, but um, it was going to say, go, you know, go to a Christmas musical or something like that. They have them on video so we could watch a Christmas musical on video. But um, making a night you know, specifically for, as opposed to like, okay, we have to get out the Christmas cards. We have to plan the company Christmas party. We have to, um, attend this party. We got to, you know, instead of making it about all of those functions that, that supposedly make the holiday season, um, if we flipped it and said, we're going to have purposeful time together, you know, game night, movie night, you know, making a meal night, whatever, um, that might, make the season more meaningful and more relaxed so that we can just enjoy, you know, the time, turn on the fireplace, turn on the Christmas lights, you know, have the music and create the ambiance and just spend time together. Um, rather than just, you know, rush, rush, rush. When you think about it, okay, you get in your car and you're going to drive to the mall on a normal Christmas season. How many, how many hours you spend looking for parking and then you're going to get into the mall and you're going to wander around, look for stuff that the person that you're thinking of giving for may or may not want or need. Stand in line to check out. Then fight your way out of the parking garage because it's packed. Mm-hmm. And then you've got that one car that wants that one spot and <laughs> won't go to the roof. And so you have to sit there for 40 minutes as the elderly lady fills her car trunk with her bags. <laughs> and then everyone's pissed off. Imagine all that time, so a few hours spent, and you're now, you know, a wreck because your nerves are shot. Instead, just, hey, why don't you come over and let's chill for those four hours or whatever. Grab some fast food or some takeout or whatever. Make something, like you said, in the kitchen. Make it simple. You're going to remember more the time that you spent with somebody mm-hmm. for those four hours than the hell you went through to get them a gift that they may or may not, you know, mm-hmm. use down the road. And here's Big another difference. layer of that confusion this year. I was at the mall the other day. I was surprised it was even open. And they were making people wait in line in the mall um, walkway outside the store. So there was a line outside of, like, the Gap or whatever. And you had to wait outside until, you know, until I guess there was, you know, a few enough people on the inside. I was like, and I immediately, I was like, ooh, note to self. That does not look fun to go Christmas shopping. Like, either do it now or do it online. (laughs) Or become creative and do something else. (laughs) And do something else, like spend time together instead of all the gifts, so many gifts. Because, man, right, we just put so much emphasis on the ceremony, like, you know, of the gift giving as opposed to actually spending time with each other and enjoying the season for what it is. Because we sit there and we... What, what drives it? Basically, guilt. I didn't get the best gift for them, so I feel bad about it. I should have done more. So we let this guilt set in instead of just enjoying what it is. Or it's just the the getting the A, like everybody needs X amount of gifts or everyone needs a gift or I have to, I have to satisfy, you know, I have to do the Christmas cards. I have to do the, you know, saying like we, there's all these things that we have to, boxes that we have to check in order to say okay we did christmas right yeah but why is that it's the like, hence christmas with the cranks it's such a right. great movie it's like you have to have frosty on your roof right. 
or and you have to donate to the the Boy Scouts, and you got to buy the calendar, and you got to send the Christmas card, you got to have the party, you got to like. Who gets a calendar, anyways? Right, like the this whole list of things. So don't be a Griswold. No, the crank. Yeah, but the Griswold, he was all into lights and everything too. Oh well, we're kind of like see, the, the Griswolds. Cranks, the cranks, we, the we cranks, kind of are blowing the, yeah. the circuit see, the breaker cranks, on our The cranks want to do away with Christmas. <laughs> Right. Until the very end when the daughter was coming home. And right. then the Christmas craziness kicked in. Right. The Griswolds was all about the tradition, all about the lights, yep. all about bigger, brighter. Yeah. The everything had to be just so and yep. if it didn't go as well, then he would get, you know, then it was depressed. Fail. Yeah. Yep. But the cranks, see I'd be more crankish. I'd be more cranky is to just blow off Christmas and take off and go someplace else. Go on your cruise. Go on the cruise. With go to your Fiji. Fake tan. Yes. Go to that was get funny. some bronzer. Yes. And go to go to go to Fiji. Get some bronzer and some Fiji. Go to Fiji where the sun is at least out. Yeah. Unlike here. That was so funny. Or like I said, you know, come to a place like the pier where it's free, it's open, and you can walk up and down and you know, get some coffee and you know, have some fun and make memories as a You don't need to. bronzer here. You just need lots of layers. Lots of layers. <laughs> um, but don't be a Griswold. Don't overdo it. Um, the other thing is, like I said in the past, be, be creative in what you do, you know, um, how you do it. You know, like you said, you know, movie night um, or, you know, whatever the case may be. I know there's a lot of places. I don't know if they're still doing that. I would imagine they would. But you have these outside, you know, drive-through things. Um, the that, drive-in movies? No, well they have that, but they have these like drive-through experiences that people are are, are oh, yeah. doing, like um, like the nativity scene or something. Yeah, or stuff like, like that. Yeah. I know, I know. There's a place uh, in the Pasadena area. It's called Christmas Tree Lane, where they decorate the trees and you just drive down it. Yep. Um, but still, there's a lot of things like that. So you might have to be creative in in, in some of the things that you do, um, because memories will last a lifetime, and so that's what you want to, I think, create as those memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way, because that's, you know, remember what it was um, when you look at little kids and you get them something, they open the box and they end up playing with the box and they leave yes. the toy. Yes. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like, well, why do we just, why don't we just wrap up a box? And yeah, exactly. Build forts <laughs> out of boxes or whatever, right? It's, it's so much more thinking. fun with the box. Um, <laughs> and I think we, I think we lose, we lose out on the fun. We lose out a lot of things. We lose, yeah. we lose the fun in a lot of things. We lose the fun in life. We lose the fun in our jobs. We lose the fun in our families. We lose mm-hmm. the fun in the holidays because mm-hmm. we put the emphasis, I think, on the wrong things, which increases the stress, which then, then triggers the anxiety, the depression, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's some natural things, obviously, that do, you know, um, a friend of mine, every Christmas Eve, a friend of mine, I got a call a number of years ago, I think it was 2010 now, so I think it's been about 10 years, where he died of cancer on Christmas Eve. Oh, and no. so I get the phone call. Oh, so, wow. So for me, every Christmas Eve, I remember that phone wow. call. I can't go Christmas Eve without thinking about it. Mm. And so there's some natural things that might always be there that could be sad, could be depressive, could make you lonely, a loss of a loved one, something like that. And so for those type of things, that's hard to get over especially depending on your relationship. If it's like a spouse or a family member more specific, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to do that. So there are some things that are just going to naturally be built in that's going to cause the depression and some of that mm-hmm. stuff during the holidays because it's that time of year yeah. when the person's lost. And, you know, that's the hard thing to... And it's heartbreaking to think that at this point, you know, in COVID, like 251,000 people... 251,000 families are not going to have their loved one there for Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, for the holidays or, you know, anymore at all. But 
that's that's like how many plane yeah. plane loads is that two hundred or two hundred and fifty thousand divided by two hundred people on a plane? How many planes is that? I don't know, but that's like filling Dodger Stadium five times over. So imagine Dodger Stadium. How many how many Dodger um, seats are I there? I think there's like fifty fifty five thousand. Staples Center, I think, is like twenty thousand for a concert or something like that. Twenty twenty five thousand. So imagine how many Staples Centers you can fill with that. Yeah, um, that's know. a lot of. And I looked on, I was looking like comparatively because people keep saying, "Oh, it's you know, it's like the flu, or it's like you know, there's it's the percentage is so small, and you know, whatever." And I looked it up, and there's like approximately um, three, three and a half ish million people that die in the United States every year. Top one is heart disease, which is around um, two or three hundred thousand cancer, two or three hundred thousand. So now COVID's going to be right up there. You know, already, you know, we're only in November. Already 251,000 people have um, died. So all those families are not going to have, which is sad. They're not going to have their person at the table. But see, that's where I think it's time for us to, you know, we, we mentioned about last episode about being grateful for or grateful in or mm-hmm. uh, thankful for, you know, type of thing. And, mm-hmm. and we might not be. And COVID might be a thing that we wish obviously didn't come around, but it's also a time to kind of reset and recheck. Yeah. Okay. And what I mean by that a is a lot of things. What was your holidays like before mm-hmm. and how were they? Maybe now you reset that and you come up with a new way mm-hmm. to go about the holidays, realizing that there is a great, a great realization. I mean, any day we drive the freeways of LA, there's a good chance right. you ain't coming home. Right. Let's just start there. Um, but so we take for granted that, oh, we're just going to, tomorrow is going to happen. But with this, we've realized now that there is no real guarantee for tomorrow because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. We've got this thing attacking us. Okay. So maybe it's time to kind of recheck what it is that we do. Make new traditions. Come up with new family uh, things that we do. Put the emphasis on something other than the gift giving and stuff like that. And make it something fun. And be creative. And do other things. And make memories. Invest in people. Because now might be the time to do that because we don't know, you know, family members... Um, might not be here next time around. I know. You know, and, and people are talking about, you know, staying away. You know, we got people here, and not to get to the political aspect, but they're saying don't get together with family. And I'm starting to hear people be like, wait a minute, this could be the last time that we mm-hmm. are with family, so I'm going to get together with them. I'm not going to watch them on a Zoom. Yeah, they're saying that, you know, all over the nation, and, um, you know, that's probably not a good. Now, if you lived in a different state and you had to actually fly, you know, that might be different. Right. But, being, you know, in the same neighborhood, the same town, and, you know, not to, we're having the same discussion in our family. It's like, I, you know, I don't want to not get together, right. but then I don't want to be stupid either because we're all exposed. Several people in my family are exposed to a lot of people on a daily basis. Yeah. And um, so we're trying to figure out, like, you know, okay, we could have it outside, but then what if the weather's bad? You know, what do you do? But I don't want to not get together because, like you said, you know, this, you never know what tomorrow brings. And I don't want to, like, not get together with, you know, family on Thanksgiving. So um, I think it's a it's a dilemma that is a serious dilemma. And I don't think either side is right or wrong. I don't think, um, but it's depressing to think about. The part for me is, like, it's just one more Thing. It's like, ugh, okay, one more thing that's being taken away this year. You know, there's been so many things taken away this year. And this is just one more. 
to think because like Thanksgiving you're usually looking forward to it's like the meal and getting to you know and having everybody around the table and it's like man now we can't even do that now we can't even um so to me it's not like the right thing or the wrong thing to do for me it's just like one more thing that's got to be navigated and figured out and so you know taking that creative step and just saying what can we do that we can be safe and still be together because, you know, we just don't know what tomorrow brings. Um, you know, let's try and figure, figure that out, make a new tradition, do something different, you know, let go of the regular tradition and just do something completely different in order to accommodate, you know, everything that's going on. So, um, that I think is where the hope is and where the, the light in the tunnel is, is, um, figuring out a different way to, but see, that's also but that's also something we have to be careful about in this conversation because there is that added component of what do we do, mm-hmm. and like you said, this pressure coming from one side influencing us to to stay home and to not do anything, and then there's the other side coming and saying that well, this could be the last time, you know, you don't know. So there's all this stuff. So we have to be careful not to let that compound the already stress and anxiety and stuff of the holidays, anyways, right. and, and and create more. It is going to create more because, because this year in particular, you know, we've got the normal stress of the holidays, but now we have extra stress on the holidays. Do we or do we not even get together? Do we or do we not um, sit around the table or exchange gifts? Or maybe someone is sick and now we're dealing with, okay, someone's sick. We can't see them in the hospital. They're hoping that they're going to come back. Um, we don't want to expose people, but we don't want to stay away from people. Like that is adding a lot of extra stress. On top of everything else, you can't, um, you know, certainly we can't navigate this holiday the same way that we do every other holiday. The shopping is different. The the events that we go to are different or are all canceled. There's a lot of things that are canceled, right? And so just by the year that we're in, a lot of our calendars are not as full because everything is canceled. So it's a different kind of a stress this year, Um and so, you know, I guess just pulling in and being together is more important than ever. But that's why it's important to have the conversation because right. it's going to sneak up on people. Right. And they're not going to be prepared. Right. You know, plan ahead. You mentioned yep. you like to get everything done before Thanksgiving as far as your decorations so that you can then enjoy. Right. We need to plan ahead and kind of think about some of these things and have the conversation because this type of thing is new and people aren't going to be aware of it. And it might catch people off guard because they're not expecting it. You know, they're thinking holidays are holidays and that's what it is yeah we've had this thing going on but wait a minute now when it comes down to the logistics of it what do we do how is it going to take place and that's going to trigger more things and so it's good to have the conversation and be prepared because if you're not prepared for it and 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 because you're going to have and then in your own family you're going to have varying opinions on what we should do right you know some are going to be like no let's just stay virtual no let's get together no let's do this and so then now you've got the family dynamic right because that's the other thing i wrote down was you have to set aside your differences right and what those differences are now it could be maybe you had a political difference in the family are you going to set those aside to come together at the at the uh at the holidays time if you decide to get together uh do you have religious differences do you have you know other personal preferences are you a vegan and you don't eat meat you know and then the family's like oh you're crazy uh you know uh 
there's all kinds of differences that we have from really serious to simple. But we got to set those aside. But when it comes to something about a gathering and you've got differences, how are you going to go about handling that? Mm-hmm. These are things that we have to start thinking about because otherwise what's going to happen is the holidays are going to come and go and it's going to be a complete wreck. And then who knows if that's the last holiday you enjoy with family member mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's important to, to, and then to make those decisions and to be able to be in a good frame of mind to handle that, we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, prioritizing, simplifying, and doing some of these steps so that way we can be in a good position to make good decisions and not regret yeah. stuff that we might have did, uh, said or, or did or decisions we made. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important then if you don't know what to do and it becomes overwhelming to then maybe seek out help and find somebody to talk to. Don't go alone. That's the other thing that kept popping up. Don't go alone. Take somebody with you. Ask for help. Mm. You know, bring somebody along with you. Don't go the journey alone because yeah. you won't be able to handle the journey alone if, the, if it becomes too oppressive on you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of good advice. It's just, um, you know, this is a whole different, a whole different atmosphere that we're in and kind of, and personally, I'm kind of glad that a lot of stuff has been canceled <laughs> because, because I'm during the holidays, Grinch. I am a little bit of a people pleaser and it's like, ah, we're spreading ourselves too thin and it's exhausting. And I just wanted to, I just want to sit in front of my tree in the fireplace and I just, and I feel like I don't have time to even do that sometimes. Watch Christmas with the cranks on repeat. Yeah. So it's, I'm kind of grateful that you know but in things being canceled that means that we're not getting together and we're not having community either and so that's a check on me not that I need things to be canceled or grateful for it but that I need to have more balance when things are normal so that I'm not feeling you know that stress and that overwhelm Um, but this is a, a definitely a difficult year to think about getting together and something that bugs me that's absent from the national conversation when they're telling us don't get together for thanksgiving they're forgetting that we're getting together in restaurants like the restaurants are open outside at least some some places are open inside or half capacity quarter capacity some of it's just all outside even if it's all outside you're still so what is the difference of sitting with your family on your back patio as opposed to going to a restaurant? Like, I don't understand the difference. So they're saying, don't get together for Thanksgiving, but you can go to a restaurant and be with a hundred other people at a restaurant. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I recommend the French Laundry restaurant. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> the French Laundry? French Laundry. What is that? Check it out. <laughs> Google it and you'll see. Google it? I don't want to ruin the surprise. Okay. I'll be surprised. So, um, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I, that That's the part I think I get more ticked off i get way more ticked off in the way that we communicate as opposed to the actual issue that we're debating about or just going to the store to get the turkey and stuff yeah exactly and we're inside we're inside the grocery store getting the supplies but then don't get together and eat it with your family like i don't we're going to the mall and shop for the present that you can't give yeah okay uh here's one thing to, to keep in mind and this uh fits for you i think okay and a lot of people okay but Think about this. Okay. Family members, kids, people like that have been forced to come home from college and stuff like that, right? 
a lot of people are chomping at the bit to get out. I know people that want to get to college and they want to go away to college. Yeah. Uh, I know, you know, you've said you've been to New York a few times and your daughter wants to get back to New York. This could be the last Christmas where everybody's home together as yep. that family unit. Because you mentioned earlier, maybe there's boyfriends, maybe there's, uh, you know, husbands, outlaws, in-laws, people that start to come into yeah. the ex-laws, <laughs> that start to come into the family. This could be the last time that you enjoy family with just your nucleus family right. or, or, you know, thereabouts. But none of these extra people right. start coming in. And so maybe that's something to keep in mind is that what is your present situation and could this be, you know, a good thing from the standpoint that, yeah, it's great that kids go off to college or they go off and get a new job out of state or they live their lives. And so even though it's not a negative thing, it's still they're leaving the nest, so to speak. So maybe this is the holiday to make it that last special holiday where it's the family nucleus together Mm -hmm. because things could get better next year and by whatever the next school year is in the fall next year, people are off and gone. And now, yeah. you know, then that's, then the headache creates all over again yeah, of the yeah. travels <laughs> and okay, when, what, when you coming into that the airport, stress, I got to yeah. go with you. Now when you're coming, okay, I got to go with you. Yeah. This could be an opportunity <laughs> to have a stress free <laughs> or a stressor less free. Assuming you're not sick or yeah. have lost a uh, loved one. Holiday. Yeah. Where you could just sit back and yep. enjoy it with the people your family, maybe friends, people around you, and just enjoy the holiday and sit back and watch your movies or sit back and, yeah. you know, not stress the, the little things because there's no need to. Right. There's no need to put on that impressive meal for anybody because... It's just us. Yep. And, and then you have it. You can sit in the, in the kitchen and be the sous chef. That's right. And create whatever it is that, you know... <laughs> That's right. The master chop, chef tells you. I chop you. the onions yeah, and right? she tells me the recipe. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what what other uh, movies? Send me some recommendations. I'm tired of watching the same stuff over and over. You probably don't like my what my recommendations. Probably not, but you never know. You probably don't. Well, I mentioned them earlier. Earlier, right? So but Christmas with the Cranks, right. Family that. Man. Have you seen no. that one? That's Who's that? With Nicolas Cage. I've seen that. You don't like it? No. <laughs> White Christmas. I've Bing Crosby. That. Yeah, I think that's the number one selling song of all time. White Christmas, probably. It's my favorite, favorite, like probably one of my top five movies. What about the one where uh, every time a bell rings, uh, somebody gets their wings? Um, Is that Thirty Fourth Street? No, that's not the Miracle on Forty Third Street. No, no. Santa in the in the uh, shopping Macy's. That's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. But that's not the bell. Um, no, not with uh, no, because um, Red Bull. Jimmy Stewart is the the guy. The town, you know, he dies and. No. He jumps off the bridge, and then the angel shows him what his life would be like if he was never okay. born. I don't think I've seen that because one everything is gloom and doom, right? right? Is everything the is depression. Um, pretty close. It's black and white. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's it was back like he, he was everything was he was trying really hard. He was this decent guy. He was trying, to, and this guy, this um, city mayor guy or whatever, was giving him a hard time, and he was losing everything, and so he's distraught, and he's going to go jump off the bridge, and then an angel saves him. And he shows him what his life would be like if he was never born. And all of these bad mm. things happened. So, like, when he was younger, he saved his, you know, his younger brother, um, which turned the family around, which there's all these things. So he went back and saw, like, if he hadn't had saved his brother and if, if this hadn't happened and that hadn't happened. And the whole town was a disaster if mm. he had never been born. It's a really good movie. Jimmy Stewart's an amazing actor. I love him and everything that he does. But Rear um, window. Huh? Rear window. That was excellent. He was way older yeah, in that movie, yeah. but um, that was an excellent one. 
Not Christmas, but still a good one for Jimmy Stewart. Still very good. Still yep. acting at an older age. Yeah, he was a great, um, great actor. Yeah, so that's one of my... Why, why can't I think of the... Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> All I know is that the bell rings and an angel gets his gets wings. Gets his wings, yeah, every time. So every time those people from... Uh, um, the Red Kettle people, yes. Salvation Army. So when they're ringing their bells, everybody's getting a bunch of bunch of angels getting their wings. Is that angels what getting their wings, yeah. And what else? Um, Home Alone, we mentioned that one. Um, what movies do you watch? Vacation? Christmas Vacation, although I'm getting tired of it because I've seen it a gazillion times. Yeah. Uh, but there are some funny moments in it. Uh, and Chevy Chase is funny. Um, I don't know. I don't really watch Christmas movies anymore because I think I've seen them all a hundred times. That's why I'm trying to find new ones. But you know what I do is, which my family can't stand, but I watch a lot of the Hallmark, yeah. Hallmark channel. I've seen, I've seen some of those. During yeah. the I saw, Christmas. I saw one, for example, about a uh, a gal who was a radio DJ. That's what uh, attracted me to the, to the show. And she's in Philadelphia, but they have a big power outage in the radio station so they send them off to different other radio stations in the area and she goes to Bethlehem because her show is a Christmas show oh. it's an all year round Christmas show so she goes to Bethlehem Pennsylvania and it's a story about her radio show in Bethlehem Pennsylvania and then she falls in love and, love and, and, and yeah yeah <laughs> and then there was another one which was really cool that I thought that attracted me to it was a scavenger hunt where they had couples, and of course, you know, the, the two people used to date, and then they broke up, and she right. went away, now comes back, back to together. Town, yeah. yeah. So they, they team up, and they have to do a scavenger hunt, and it was cool because a scavenger hunt, they'd send you stuff on your phone, and then you had to do something like build a snowman, take a picture of it, send it in. And so that whole scavenger hunt idea was actually kind of That's kind of cool, cool because concept. that's a that's a way to little things to spend time together and, and have fun. Yeah, so that, so that, that, that type of stuff kind of... Uh, so I've seen a couple of those that are kind of interesting and unique that way. Not the, you know, the town threw up Christmas and we're all like, hey, you know, all those are Which is little, pretty much every <laughs> right, right. Christmas homework. They have a pattern that they have to follow right. and that's pretty much the town right. throws up Christmas. Yeah. Hey, we are Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Check us out on Instagram, TWO, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Link in the bio, all kinds of cool options. Uh, my Instagram is Edem Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S. Edom Rocks and check out RadioWarp.com. A lot of cool stuff there streaming live. You are? I am on social media at Tara Hoke Shiro, T A R A H O K E S C H I R O. There's a link in my bio on my Instagram page that takes you to all kinds of cool stuff, including the swag shop. From the Santa Monica Pier. Take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. Don't let the holidays stress you. Be kind, don't be an a hole. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.